Welcome to Magic and Mayhem Podcast. I'm Leslie Johnston. And I'm happy to present episode 8. Hi, how are you, Jake? I'm good, how are you? Good. It's been a while since we've been here. I know. We haven't recorded in a long time. Yeah, it's been like three months. Has it been three months? Yeah, I think since like November. Wow. And now we're in February. I know. Well, I had a little, uh, it was more than an injury timeout. It was was more than an injury timeout. It was a bigger deal and it was a surgery and I didn't know it was going to take me down for so long, but I'm feeling back. I'm feeling pretty good. Good. So we're here and, you know. We're ready to get back rolling. Well, we are. We've been kind of rolling. Oh, we're rolling. I mean, we took a trip to Disneyland while I was still down. And we'll get into that in just a second. I know, but we did. And so just don't worry, people. If you're on an injury timeout, it can get better. Yep. So we're rolling into middle of February here. Yeah, 2023. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a good time of year. It's really freaking cold where we live. Yeah, it's been cold lately. Yeah, and I know that the a lot of the, you know, the world and has been experiencing unusual weather patterns. Well, you know, it's it hasn't been for us. It's a normal winter, um, not unusual, I would say. I mean, but it's it's been warm the last couple of years. I think the cold though is unusual. So, but you know, maybe I'm just used to our milder. Winters. And yeah, the last couple of winters have been pretty mild. Maybe I'm just ready to retire to Florida and work at Disney World. That's always something we do talk about every once in a while. They're doing layoffs right now, but I feel like by the time we're ready. Yeah, who knows when we get time to retire, they, they're going to be ready. <laughs> yeah, um, when, when can we retire? I don't know, but it won't be really retiring. It'll just no. be, you know, doing something different and maybe a little more fun. Florida? Yeah. The Disney World property is some of the best largemouth bass fishing in the country. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so if you want to know where you'll find me in retirement, I might be guiding you on a largemouth bass trip. That's actually what I want to do. That would be really cool. I don't know what I want to do, but um, I would love to be a plaid. That would be kind of my dream is to be a plaid and do the tours and host the people and do the VIP tours and tell them all about everything. Um, So that would probably be my Dream job at Disney. I would just be baiting people's hooks and taking annoying people out on fishing trips, but I'd still be able to fish every day. You would. So. You would. We uh, went to Disneyland recently. We did. About it? a month ago. Yep. No fishing on property at Disneyland that I'm aware of. Not that we're aware of. You know what, though? Disneyland Hotel used to have this big koi pond. They did have the koi pond. And you could feed the fish. Oh, do you remember when they had the, the little remote control boats? Oh, yeah. Those mm-hmm. were awesome. And the pedal boats. Yep. They had some good stuff. Now they don't. They just want to build more towers. Well, and we want one of those DVCs if, if it ever comes into Well, it will come available, fruition. but can it come to our budget? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> So, t- talking about Disneyland, um, we're going to talk about our trip. Yeah, we're just going to do a little trip recap just to warm up, get back into um, podcasting and being in your ears. Yeah. And so, this was a weird trip. Well. 
Because first of all, you were down there for a conference. I was. I was down there for a conference. And then we had a life situation that happened, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make it or if you were going to have to come back early. Right. And then that situation kind of, we figured that out. And so I came down and met you guys midway through your week. Yep. So you basically had a split stay. We did have a split stay. We call stay. it a split stay, you know, and it's, it's kind of a Disney World term. When people right. stay at one resort and then part the way through their trip, then they split uh, switch to a different resort. Right. And a split stay, um, if you're in the DVC world, they talk about it a lot. Because um, let's say you're down there, you might stay your first part of the trip at Boardwalk and then go to Bay Lake, which is what we're doing. Yeah. In, in April, April, we're going to try that out. So. Um, yeah. But this was different because it's Disneyland and it's much smaller. So what was your split stay? Well, I went down Tuesday and was in conferences Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and stayed at the Embassy Suites because that's where my conference was held, Mm -hmm. um, which was down the road too far to walk. Yeah, pretty far, like a mile and a half or two miles, right? And we walked it the first night. Ooh, Yeah, that was the only time we walked it. Brutal. We Ubered the rest of the time. So, and then when I arrived, we, uh, I checked us into the Grand California because I had the injury timeout situation and I was only six weeks post surgery. I needed to be close because I even had to rent a jazzy mobility scooter. Yeah. She was, she was DJ jazzy Leslie. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, she was DJ jazzy, um, cruising, cruising Disneyland in a jazzy, which is the first time we've tried that before. So it was, and more about that in a minute, but um, the Grand California, we hadn't been there since 2008. Yeah, we haven't been there in a long time. Yeah, so this was, it was all kind of new. It was like new stuff. Uh, we tried to make it new. Well, the jazzy, we didn't really intend for that to be a new thing. No, but after the surgery, that's just how it was. I, the, I the honestly, thing. okay, let's just talk about the jazzy right now then, because by the jazzy, I mean the mobility scooter. Right. And I rented it from a company that affiliates with the Disneyland Hotel properties, and it was delivered directly to the Bell Services. I didn't have to do anything except for show up at Bell Services and say, I ordered a scooter, and it came. The people brought it out to me. They kind of showed me how to use it. I immediately left and crashed it in the elevator. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Yeah, so, and that was the beginning of DJ Jazzy Leslie. It only got better right. from there, honestly. I I didn't really like having the scooter because it was, I mean, first of all, it was slow. People, like, look at you kind of rude. They're pretty rude in how they navigate around you. You have to park it, find some place to park it. It was just not my favorite. Yeah, and, and you know, the Grand Californian is unique. Because it's crowded to navigate, first of all. Mm-hmm. It's not as easy as you would think to get to the downtown Disney entrance or the Grand California entrance, depending probably on where you're staying. Right. But from our room, it was, you know, I mean, it's still a track. Yeah, it was, but it was fine. And and that was one of the reasons why Grand California, like, really worked for us this trip. And then the scooter. But I was so grateful for the scooter because I wouldn't have been able to do the parks without it. I could have come on the trip and just stayed at the hotel, but I wouldn't have been able to go into the parks. Well, you wouldn't have been able to do all those steps. No, I wouldn't have been able to at all. Yeah. I wouldn't have had the stepping or the 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 stamina. Yeah. 
at all. And Grand Californian, I mean, is a really good place to stay. We've talked about the pros and cons. Well, we haven't really talked about the pros and cons. And I think we should do a whole show about the differences between Disneyland Hotel and Grand California. Yeah. Because a lot of people I see out there on, you know, social media, they have some strong opinions about which is better. And I can see why. I can see why, too. There are very much pros and cons between the two. And they're very different. They're super different. The whole scene is different at the Grand California. Well, the Grand Californian, like our traditional hotel, has a big lobby. A huge lobby, a grand lobby. And if it's you really will. cool. It's amazing. It's an amazing lobby. It really is. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's really, um, you know, it mimics those really nice national park lodges. Like some of the ones that it mimics. And it's bigger, of course, because it's Disney and it's the Grand Californian. But. Um, what was the name of the lodge that was in, um, Glacier? Oh, I don't remember, but yeah, that one was really, really cool. Like that, like big, grand, beautiful. And it had the Asian styling from the beginning. Remember? Because that's who built it was Mm -hmm. the people working on the railroad. It was really beautiful. It was really cool. It's amazing. It's traditional. It's gorgeous. It's made of all the, the wood. Are you talking about the one in Glacier? Yeah. Okay, well, that's a little bit of a, a tangent. No, that's a tangent. But the point is, is that <laughs> the point is, is that the Grand Californian. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Is, is, but that's what they styled it after. Is those old? Um, well, it's a craftsman style. Sure. Uh, resort. Right. That that was built after that era. Yeah. You know, and was styled after that era. But because it has such has such a grand, beautiful lobby that's mm-hmm. so comfortable, tons of sofas. Mm-hmm. Rocking chairs, fireplaces, bars, a lot more amenities. Yeah. And it is directly attached to downtown Disney and to uh, California Adventure. It is super crowded. Yeah, because we've noticed people use it as another extension of the park. Yeah, it's like the third gate of Disneyland. Everyone wants to go there. Yeah, people are there that are not staying at the hotel all, you know. All day, all all night. All night. And so it crowds the bars and the restaurants. Well, not just the bars and the restaurants, the walkways, the... Um, right, yeah, the, yeah, everywhere Everything, you it was so, so busy. And then once you got into your elevator up to your room, it wasn't busy. And you could kind of overlook the lobby mm-hmm. from the, the walkways, the main walkways of the... And the Disneyland Hotel, in contrast to that... Yeah, it's not like that at all. No, people don't go there. And if they do... They're going to Trader Sam's. right. Yeah, they're just going to go into Trader Sam's. going to Tangaroa Terrace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but one thing, well, this is, I guess we're just devolving into this because one thing I did really like about the Grand California is that it had, Grand Californian? I'm saying it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I have to think of like Grand Floridian. Right. It's Grand Californian. Grand Californian. Is that it has so many restaurant and bar options, unlike the Disneyland Hotel. Yeah, it does. It has, it has a good selection. Um, No, it really does. Mm -hmm. It has a really wonderful quick service. It has that pool bar, the GCH Craftsman, Mm -hmm. which my mom and I ate at in the afternoon one day, and it was wonderful. We got a drink from there one night, Mm -hmm. you and I did. It has that lounge. It's not Territory Lounge. What's it called? Mm, I don't remember the name. Where you could get walk-up drinks, and then you could sit down and have food. Yeah, and it was nice. It has Napa Rose. It has the Storybook Dining it just has way more amenity. It does. It does. It has it has 
a lot of good restaurants and but good it, food. For me, it was just too busy. I didn't feel like I could get away from the crowds. Yeah, that's definitely correct. I hated it. We went down to the hot tub and we had to walk through all the people waiting for their character dining. To go to, <laughs> to, go to the <laughs> pool area. I know, that was funny. Maybe there's uh, a better way to go. We just don't know because it's pretty big. So back to the trip recap. I'm going to reel us back in. So Zach and I arrived um, on Tuesday. We got there about 2 o'clock. You know, with our experience and, and me and Zach, I mean, we we got there. We went to the Tropical Hideaway, had some um, lumpia and some bao buns, and we were on our way. Nice. But we hit almost everything we wanted to. Yeah. Which was really nice. Um, and that just comes with experience of getting through the parks really fast. Well, and you were using the Genie Plus. Yes, we were using Genie Plus. Not only were, were we using Genie Plus, but it was cold. So the park wasn't super crowded. Yeah, I think that makes a big difference. It was we were coming into the trip on a, a period where the area had received a ton of rain and it was cold. Mm-hmm. It was for cold. probably for about two weeks. Yeah, I, I thought it was chilly. No, it was cold yeah. for us. It was chilly for us. But us coming from 25 degrees. Yeah, we kept kind of making jokes about Californians on how their cold tolerance was just a little <laughs> bit less than ours. But it was to your advantage because yes, the totally parks to weren't advantage. as crowded. With we're, we're in a sweater. And thinking, oh, and, it's chilly yeah. in a sweater. And they would be coming around and basically like a Christmas story, little kid Christmas story, puffed out <laughs> puffed out jackets and big puffies. I did puffies. see a few of those actually. <laughs> big yeah. puffies, giant puffy coats and stuff. And and so the, the Californians definitely have a less of a cold tolerance than we do, which works in our advantage. Yeah, well, it's usually blazing hot down there, which is what I'm always complaining about. Yeah. It's how hot it is. So, yeah, I can understand. Yep, yep. So we were able to kind of burn through the parks pretty quick. And because I had this injury, this situation, I was I knew I wouldn't be able to ride the more thrill rides or rides that had a more constrictive, you know, ride vehicle situation. Yeah, you couldn't get in and out of them. And so Zach and I burned through those. Well, you did Matterhorn, you... Incredicoaster. Yeah, Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Um, I think those were the three that I was really like, no way. Right. I can't do those. You went on Thunder, right? I did. I actually did that one twice. Okay, right. So, that, you know, we were able to burn through a bunch of those, which was pretty cool. And my phone, because we're attached, I guess, like on our passes... It kept getting the pushes of your Genie Plus notifications. Right. So <laughs> where were we sitting where you were? Um, it was somewhere for dinner and you're like. Oh, you were at Blue Bayou, I think. Yeah. You and you, you're like, so you're at Blue Bayou, huh? And I was like, what? How does she know that? Or, <laughs> <laughs> because our dinner reservation was going to be pushed. Yeah. There was some cool stuff that we were able to get done because it was cold and how fast we were to get through the. And that was nice. You got some father and son time. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, basically we had Tuesday and Wednesday. Well, Tuesday, and we got in at 2. And then and you didn't have conference Tuesday, so no. you were totally free. And then Wednesday the after the conference, Wednesday night, me and him went, and then Thursday you came in. Yep. But I have a question. So we have stayed off property several times, but close enough to walk, and we've taken – Ubers when we've been really tired because we like to go back to our hotel midday and have a break like no matter what like it's kind of non-negotiable right we feel like we are just are at our best when we do that yeah somewhere between two and two and three 
Two and three thirty. Yeah. So even if we're staying staying a mile away from gate to our hotel room, we go back, and so we have taken an Uber back to the parks from the hotel room off property before. But mm-hmm. you were so far away that it was found kind of. You had to take an Uber. It wasn't reasonable I to mean, walk. No. So how was that? How was the Ubering there and back? Well. In compared to what? I mean, I think I'm the, just wondering, like the Hyatt ease. House where we stay, you know, that's right on the corner of Catella and Harbor. Yeah, and Harbor. I, it's not that bad. I'm I just mean, asking because I've never really done it like that. Like, yeah, it. You know, it's more of a pain. I think. I don't think time wise, it, it's any more time because when you're walking in from from Catella and Harbor in, probably the same as taking the Uber in. I don't. And we know. added up your Uber charges, and they kind of started getting kind of high. Yeah. They were, they did so, get a little high. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that bad, but you were looking at eight to fifteen bucks a trip, depending on the time. Depending on the time. But so. you know, you were staying at that hotel that was really affordable, right? And the Embassy Suites is, you know, it's pretty nice. I mean, yeah. we talked about like it's no Grand Californian and it's no. no Disneyland Hotel, but it's it's a nice hotel. Do they still have the the big breakfast in the morning? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, they have the big buffet. How about the uh, cocktail hour? They still have it. I never, I didn't do it when I was there because Tuesday night we were in the park and Wednesday night we were. Yeah, because it's kind of in the <laughs> afternoon, right? Like a yeah, kind of a happy hour. We got out of the conference at like, like four thirty. Then you were heading to the park, and me and Zach, yeah, we just we just bolted over to the park, so we didn't really take advantage of it. But yeah. I know they still had it. Oh, just Kate, just curious, you know. Yeah. So then I flew down on Thursday. And I uh, went directly to the Grand California, got my jazzy scooter, crashed it in the elevator, figured out it doesn't fit in the hotel room mm-hmm. uh, because I realized that I crashed up the fender as well by trying to fit it between <laughs> the bed and the dresser <laughs> or something to plug it in. So I just left it out in the hallway for the whole rest of the trip. I found a, a like an outlet and they actually told me to do that. They said that would probably be the better thing. Just find an outlet and park it. Well, compared to where it was when I got in the hotel room and it was taking up all that space, I think that that's better. We went down to the bar that we don't know the name of. We should look it up. And um, it was fine. I feel like we, if we had hit it on a not-so-busy night, it might have been better food because I felt like the whole staff was a little bit out of sorts because there were tons of people there because it was pouring rain and I think a lot of people yeah. were trying to um, find some refuge from the rain. And it's open seating there. And so you didn't have to have a reservation. And so. Yeah, it was the Hearthstone Lounge. Hearthstone Lounge. Hearthstone Lounge is what it is. Yeah. And then, but, you know, talking about dining when we were there, um, it was our son Zach's girlfriend. Her name is Laurel. It was her birthday. Yep. And she came in on Friday. So the day after I came in. Right, and um, and that was her actual thirtieth birthday. It was her thirtieth birthday, and we had uh, reservations at Trader Sam's. Yep, that was her birthday choice. It was, and Trader Sam's is always a fun experience, and they made it a great birthday for her. They really did, and she has like food allergies, and they brought the dessert, and it was one of the only desserts that I think she could probably eat. <laughs> on all of Disneyland property. It was just a Dole Whip, yeah, and it was so whip. wonderful. <laughs> yeah, so you couldn't go wrong with a Dole Whip. No, it was um, fabulous. And everyone got, sang to her. Everyone in the yeah. whole like um, bar sang to her. And, I mean, all 32 of us or whatever. Right. <laughs> you got the ramen. 
Yeah, and it was delicious. That's my favorite dish at Trader Sam's. Were you jealous? Of course I was jealous. What'd you get? Um, Don't even remember. I I feel like you got like some beef something. I don't know. Maybe did I just get a burger or something? I don't know. No, they don't have a burger there. Well, anyways, I, I I usually get the ramen, and I'm usually the only one that gets the ramen, and I feel like I take forever to eat. Oh, well, you are slow with the ramen. I don't know why. I it did. was wonderful, and the four of us, we were a four-top, and we had two separate reservations for two people, but they messed up and missed one of our two tops, and so they ended up just seating us all together um, at a table for four. So it was perfect. Yeah. We ended up having to wait a little bit longer, but it was wonderful. Our server was great. We got some fun themed drinks. Yeah, we never have a bad time at. at I think um, you got a new souvenir mug. I did. I did get a new souvenir mug. Added to the collection. Yeah, added to the collection. So, yeah, here at our house, we have a collection of Trader Sam's mugs. To be honest, what I normally do, and I'm just throwing this out there if you want to do it, is um, I get the shipwreck. It's something I know I like, and I just ask them if I can have one of the other mugs. And I'll pay for the mug. The, they don't the, really like doing mug. that, though. They don't. They always act like I'm putting them out, but they always do it. I know. And why would they <laughs> care, really? Yeah. I don't know why they would care, because I'm paying for the, the Maybe the tiki the gods care. Maybe. They get, but I, get some riled up, maybe, and then like things go well, awry. A lot of the other drinks are a little too sweet for me. A lot of them are very sweet for my taste, and the shipwreck isn't. I only drink so. beer, and... I have actually said, can I just have a beer in one of the mugs and buy the mug? And I got hassled. I got napkins thrown all over me. Yeah, but it's always a fun time. It was. And they did it. And I have this cute little mug. I should be drinking out of that mug right now. Yeah, we both. It's Friday night when we're recording. So we're we're each having a little frosty beverage. Yeah. And um, yeah, isn't that what you want to do on your Friday night? Yeah. And talk about Disney. (laughs) So fun. So yeah, Trader Sam's was was really great. And then uh, that was Friday night. Had we been in the parks? We had. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, God. I had a whole solo morning on Friday morning by myself in Disneyland. Yeah. And God, that was wonderful. Not that I don't love being with you and Zach. No, but that's awesome. That's fun. It was great. I, uh, Cruised in on my jazzy. It was really my first inaugural like trip outside. Um, in your jazzy. Well, I had <laughs> gone the night before when you were still at your conference right. into downtown Disney to try to practice because I felt like, oh, it's not so crowded and I can just cruise around and check it out. Anyway, so I went in and when you're staying at the Disneyland properties, you get an early entry 30 minutes before the park opens for rope drop. And I didn't make it that early, but it was still early enough that it wasn't busy at all. And it was still cold. But it was nice because I got to wear my new spirit jersey that I bought. See, and that and this is where we talk about the Californians being um, a little bit sensitive, you know, temperature sensitive, where you were cruising in your spirit jersey and people were in their giant, huge, puffy outfits. I have to be <laughs> honest. I did bring my mini puffy coat because well, that's I had to wear it at the so. airport, you know, for right. the... And so I did bring it that morning, and I had it on when I arrived. But then yeah. by the time I kind of got warmed up, I had taken it off. But I had my jazzy that had storage, so I could just, you know, right. tie it onto my jazzy scooter. Another thing we went to was the, um, you know, we did magic the early early hours. I was going to say magic hours. Well, we didn't do magic hours on Friday because you had to go to the conference. Well, right on Saturday we did, though. 
Well, wait, hold on. Let me go back to my my solo. Mode. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So I'm just throwing this out there. Like, if anyone out there wants to do a little solo, like morning, day, whatever, it is so nice. And you've done it tons of times at Disney World. Yeah, I have. And because you've gone on conferences out there. And maybe you've even done it at Disneyland. I'm not sure. And I have like a oh, little bit a, like it's been a very long time. had some time yeah. to myself. But this was like seriously like going through yeah. the gate by myself. Nobody was expecting to meet me. It was just really wonderful. And I ordered a mobile order from Jolly Holiday. Had mm-hmm. some breakfast. Sat there. I talked to my mom and she was going to come up and visit me because um, she lives uh, not too far. Well, kind of down in that area. And I got for the very first time, Jake, a red raspberry macaron from Jolly Holiday. Oh, and you brought it home and it was D-double-E-licious. Well, it was so good. Yes, so good. on our final day when we went to the park, but we were flying out that day, I bought another one for us and brought it home. Well, we, you had one in the room. I, well, I know we had. I had two. Yeah, it was so good. Two within three days. They were delicious. Yeah, they were really good. Yeah, so don't pass that up. That's a jolly holiday. Make sure you get one of those. And then I went, just went on a few attractions, did some shopping, and one of the things I did was I went on the carousel. And which Arthur I would have carousel. never done. That's ever, <laughs> never. You you wouldn't have even wanted to wait for me to do that. I wouldn't have even ever asked to say. Will you go on the carousel with me or will you wait for me to go on carousel? Yeah, I'm just not a, I'm just not a fan. Well, and it was just fun to be in the middle and you're like amongst a bunch of people that you can't have a bad time on the carousel. Do you remember what I texted you when I heard you on the on the carousel? Mm-mm. I said be careful if they run it backwards a couple of years, then you'll be oh. then we'll be too far apart in age. <laughs> well, I thought maybe just a couple times backwards. Just get like rid of the wrinkles, <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit, but not too far backwards. That's right. That's right. Um, now I'm drawing a blank. I know the the book is something wicked this way comes, but it's written by who? It's uh oh god. Um, there's a tree in Disneyland in Frontierland that's dedicated to like him. Basically, it's um oh no, we'll, we'll come up with that in a minute, but um. Anyways, something wicked this way comes. Ray Bradbury. Yeah, Ray Bradbury. Um, the Halloween tree. The Halloween tree. Yep, in Frontierland is there. But in in the book, when they take the... A sketchy carnival comes to town. And they go... And yeah. you get on it, and it goes backwards and, and plays you, the whole music backwards. And you can the stay... Yeah, you can the back. Calliope plays backwards. It's all creepy music. And it makes people younger. So for every younger, one, younger. every one time it goes around backwards, you get one year younger, and every time it goes one way around forward, you get a year older. Yeah. So, anyway, do I look really old? No, because I probably went around quite a few times. Not at all. Okay. <laughs> but I don't think they, you know, they had the the, the witchcraft going on. No, this is there. Disney magic. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, that's cool. So it was a fun day. Yeah, let's talk a little bit more about the early entry that Disneyland Resorts guests get. So if you're yeah. no matter if you're a Grand Californian person or you're a Disneyland hotel person or oh hey, another one, the Pixar well, it's not the Pixar Pier yet, but it's or Pixar Place. 
Yeah. Soon to be Pixar Place, mm-hmm. currently Paradise Pier Paradise Hotel. Pier, right. Mm-hmm. Hotel. Right. Paradise Pier Hotel. Right. All of those three hotels get early entry into both parks every day. And it's a half hour early. Which doesn't sound like a lot. But you can get quite a bit done. It really is a lot. And you're just like launched into the park and really there's no people. That's the Which big is deal. lovely. Right. And so the first morning on Saturday morning when we did the, the early, early entry, entry to California Adventure. We hit Web Slingers. Yeah. Radiator Springs Racers was down. And I'm not sure if that's actually normally open during a an early entry. Well, it was down the whole time. It was down for refurb. Right. So we hit Web Slingers. Then we went to Guardians. and we- Oh, but let's talk about this. Web Slingers. Because I had done some research on how to get a better score because I was so frustrated. Right. And I think I'm getting better. Yeah, I think you are too. And we focus more on the team rather than individual like competition. Right. And so our score was 777,000 for the four of us. You got to get over a million to get into the, you know, into well, the top. Well, I know, but I felt really proud of us that I feel like we did better. I think we did. We did better. Yeah, I think the 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 new method hurt me a little bit, but it's something you just need to get used to. I think your webs just weren't slinging properly. They weren't. I don't know what. And you're I definitely doing. didn't have my blaster with me. Yeah, which, you forgot your blaster, which would have been would have been good. Right. So um, then we went to Guardians, and we got to Guardians before the official rope drop happened. Oh yeah, we went web slingers, went to Guardians, and the official rope drop happened after we were in. We left Guardian. The next day, however, I'm just going to throw this out there, what we got done. Yeah. Because it, it was at Disneyland. Yeah. And... Only, so at the early entry, only Fantasyland and Tomorrowland are open. Right. So you just rock those two lands. I mean, so the plan with us... And obviously Tomorrowland is easy to rock because there's not much there. Right. So we went straight in and instead of... We couldn't do Space Mountain because of Leslie's knee. So we just went straight. We went to to um, the Astro Blasters. Yep, we went to Buzz, and then we went straight over to Fantasyland, and we killed it because we did Dumbo. I know Dumbo. We went on Dumbo. It was so cute. And I would have never gone on Dumbo. I know, but didn't you enjoy yourself? Well, because there was no line. We walked right on, and, and was- we weren't taking Dumbos away from kids. No. And uh, yeah, there was nobody waiting. So how could we take Dumbo away from a kid? And we did Toads and we did Snow White and we did Pinocchio. And then by the time we got out, um, Fantasyland was packed. Right. By the time we ended. Right. Because Rope Drop happened Mm -hmm. when we were in Snow White. And that was the last one we did. And then then it was regular Rope Drop. And then off we went on our regular Rope Drop jam, which we've talked about in the past. Yeah. But I think that kind of covers what happens in in the early entry for us. I mean. Well, and keep in mind at California Adventure, because it isn't, there aren't so many rides. It's not lands that are open. It's just certain attractions. Right. So it's more spread out. So I think you have to be a little more strategic just on where you're going to go. Right. And, you know, I mean, Web Slingers just takes longer. And Guardians, because you're And in, Guardians takes longer, too. It takes too. longer because they have... You know, the the beginning entry area and, of course, then the queue to get on to the lift. But I have a picture because I was looking through my photos and we were off of Guardians by 815. 
Yeah. It, and no, the park opened fast. at eight. Yeah. So we had already done webs and right. guardians by eight fifteen. And from that point, you and I were just like, let's go back to the hotel and have some breakfast. Yeah, but remember we did do a couple more things. Oh, we did the Wheel of Terror. The yeah, Mickey's fabulous Wheel of Terror. Oh, because we went that way around on the pier. Yeah. 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 Did we do anything else? Yeah. We saw um, Chip. We saw Chip. Yeah. Or Dale. No, we saw Dale. Yeah, and then we kind of just cruised and went and had breakfast. We weren't like in, you know, in any hurry to do it. Well, I I wasn't in a hurry. I was in a scooter, you know. So we went back at the park and and we 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 hadn't been back since they had refurbed, rethought, reimagined whatever you want to call it to Magic Key Terrace. And so what they did was it used to just be in the in this terrace area above Sonoma. To the right, though, not yeah. that whole big area. And so they the opened cinema. up a massive portion of tables and stuff for the Magic Key Terrace. And and Magic Key Terrace used to be, it was like kind of a fave little spot that right? we like to stop at. Yeah. And we, I wanted to try the lobster corn dog. Yeah. And it just was very, dis- oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. It wasn't the lobster corn dog this time. It was the Monte Cristo corn dog. Oh, and so what they could have done, we talked about this, is they could have made it because the Monte Cristos at at a couple different places in Disney are Cafe really Orleans, good. Cafe and Orleans, Blue and Bayou, Blue Bayou when they have it. Right, Cafe Orleans is the best Monte Cristo. They could have, if they're going to make it a corn. This is how I would have done it. So wait, this is how unmemorable it was because when you said lobster corn dog, I was kind of like, I don't even remember a lobster corn dog. No, it was the Monte but Cristo. now you say the Monte Cristo. I know we thought it was a dud, but it's such a dud. I don't even remember. It was it. awful. They had chunks of ham. Why would they? Have chunks oh, of that's ham? right. Like, why wouldn't they just take the the cheese and put it on the stick and like then wrap the hand stick. around, kind of om, and then then hand it dip it because the chunks of ham didn't make any sense and they were gross. They were disgusting. And so, yeah, it was awful, and we were just disappointed because they were not allergy friendly to laurel. Yeah, so Laurel has like food allergies that are very like serious. She only has a couple things that she absolutely cannot eat. And they weren't even good about gluten-free. No, they didn't even care at all. No. And the server was kind of like pretty... He was embarrassed. He, he was embarrassed of the chefs is what he he was. He was embarrassed of the chefs. Well, and he said it was because they were um, chefs that were trained over at Carthay Circle. Who is another uh, bad allergy. Who we had the big problems. ordeal with yes. the trip before. Yeah. And but so that and he said they don't want to um, bend because they want to stay true to what they're cooking. But I think everything's just pre-made. And well, so they don't have options. That Monte Cristo corn dog was pre-made. It was gross. It was disgusting. Well, not only that, but remember, I asked they were, they had the Mo- the Moscow mules they have there, right? And so me personally, their mos their mule, I just said, can I have a Kentucky mule? And because I'm a, you know, just like the shipwreck, I like a bourbon, and with my mule, I like a bourbon, so I just asked for the Kentucky mule. And he's all, I'm going to have to get special permission to make a Kentucky mule. I'm all. Really? You serve a Moscow meal. Oh, this is bourbon instead of vodka. Well, maybe everything's pre-made, pre-mixed, and they have to like go into one of the other kitchens to do anything custom. But that did make me mad about the gluten-free bread. Yeah. Because... And they, then when they brought it out, they didn't know what was gluten-free and what wasn't. Yeah. And then 
the food like, runner well, she's and the food runner did not care. Right. Yeah. The the the, the magic key was a real miss. Yeah, for and me this and time the, around. Pro- the problem was was one of was one of our favorite places. Um, and so we loved going there and they brought in these new chefs. They made it tried to make it a different level and they failed. Yeah, I agree. They made it bigger, but they made it more um like a just a Yeah. Uh, it was a fail. It was a fail. And but for dinner, we went to Napa Rose. And that was not a fail. That is not a fail at Man, all. Man, that was magic at its finest. Yeah, that Napa Rose is a fantastic restaurant. That's that's the first and only time we went there. Mm-hmm. And, and that's at the Grand Californian. Yeah, and it was amazing. It really was. Like, everything from the service to the food to the wine list to the drinks that they served and the open kitchen we actually were seated in this kind of side bar area so it was a little quieter it was absolutely but the open kitchen was cool to walk past and it was so big and to see all the the you know the kitchen staff and everyone working one of my favorite things the rabbit appetizer that i had yeah man i can't even believe how good that was that was so delicious so the menu kind of had like firsts seconds and mains Mm -hmm. and then desserts and i chose a second and a main and i could have just eaten a double portion of my second it was the smiling tiger salad Mm -hmm. and now i need to pull up the menu because i need to tell you about this it was so amazing yeah, you know, we we were all just taken aback about how good the food was there, and everything we had was good. The service was good. We had the um, the scallop there. Oh, I guess they just oh, they in, on this menu. It's just saying starters, mains, and desserts. I feel like this isn't like the full menu. Well, I'm throwing it out there that if you're if you're afraid of rabbit, don't be. So good, huh? It was so delicious. I tried it. It was really, really amazing. So this uh, Smiling Tiger Salad, spicy beef, lemongrass, shrimp fritters, and coconut vinaigrette. And it was a flavor explosion. Made my mouth so happy. Made everything. I Like, I am not a, a foodie in the sense that I, like, love to eat. But I enjoy nice food, and this was nice food on a very approachable level. It was it was good. It was nice, elevated food at a very approachable level, which I feel like is fine dining as at its best for me. Yeah, I, and I had the fillet, of course, and I, it was it was fantastic. Then for my main, I had like a fish, and yeah, you had the fish. It was fine. It was like I just wanted more smiling tiger salad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was um, super great. And our server, like, she was so sweet. I think she had worked there for, like, several years. She was very knowledgeable about the menu. And, it, you know, fine dining, it takes a little bit longer. Signature dining, they call it, on Disney properties. It's expensive. So if if you're wondering, you know, out there, okay, is this a place that is affordable? I would look at the prices before you go. It's not a place that you can just go and realize it's going to be an affordable dining area. But No, if- and we really did this um, uh, as part of the birthday weekend for Laurel for her 30th birthday because she is a chef 
and she works in a restaurant. And so we wanted to make it special. And she had been eyeing this menu for several months. Right. And there were things that she could eat for her allergies and Yeah. No, but it turned out fantastic. It's a great it's in in my opinion totally worth it. Totally worth the price tag. I agree. And for the way that our trip with, was kind of structured with a birthday and me not really being as mobile and being able to just bust around the park like we normally do, mm-hmm. the longer dining experiences were perfect for this trip. Yeah. They worked out really well. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. And and it was like the chilly weather too, like made for good eating. Yeah. So overall, um, I think that's a good trip recap on where we were at and what we did. It was, um, it wasn't the normal trip that we normally take. I liked it though. Yeah, yeah, because normally, you know, you're so mobile that we bust moves oh, all yeah. over the park, and this one wasn't. So it was, it was really good. Yeah, it was um, interesting. Um, and but I'm still uh, thinking we should do a deeper dive into this. Disneyland properties. I think where we should. to stay. Maybe we need to go do a research trip though on the Pixar. Yeah, because we've never. I mean, I stayed there a long time ago when I was in a conference town. Yeah, there. I think it was even differently themed. Oh yeah. Then oh, it was Paradise Pier, I think. But it's oh, been a it? really okay. long time ago, and and we were with um, people that stayed there in October. Yeah. But I can't stay there until their construction is done. Yeah. The, the whole retheming construction needs to be done because they had like half the side torn off when we were there. Yeah, and the last time we were at Disneyland Hotel, there I mean, they're still building that DVC tower. And, you know, we tried to go relax at the pool or something. And it's just noisy. But only at the pool. Like, it doesn't impact, like, your check-in. It didn't impact in. our room or anything. No. But just down out of the pool area is just noisy yeah but i'm talking about the pixar place yeah pixar pixar place yep pixar yeah. pier no pixar place oh, pi- okay whatever it is over there. <laughs> paradise pier is what it was <laughs> all right i guess that wraps it up so our next disney recap trip will be uh probably sometime in may because we're going to disney world in April. Yep, we're going to head to, so April 19th. You don't need to tell them. Oh, okay. Well, then it'll be a surprise. Please don't share, like, our <laughs> itinerary. <laughs> Just well, kidding. Yeah. No, so we're, we'll be going down in April, and then so we'll do another trip recap in May. Sounds good. Okay, until okay. then. Well, we'll see you. That we'll talk to you before then. Yeah, we got, we got another, um, another, we got more plans on podcasts coming up. In fact... Look forward to um, our drink around the world at Epcot. Yeah, you have a drink up. around the world. Well, that's going to be have the it, next one. So you, you might want to consider if you're qualified because yeah, because when it comes to a drinker, mileage may vary. Are you elementary school? Are you freshman team? Junior varsity varsity? You might want to be at least junior varsity and getting into the varsity team if you want to go do the whole thing. Because anything below that, you might end up. In a bad place. These days, I'm probably pretty junior high, so <laughs> I don't think I'll do it again. All right. All great. right. Thank you. Bye. Our podcast is brought to you by Integrated Tax. If you're looking for a firm that will focus on your individual tax preparation needs and always treat you like a client who matters, look no further. 
Integrated Tax is a firm that is large enough to offer a full range of professional tax preparation services, but small enough to give you the individual attention you deserve. For more information, visit integrated.tax or find the link in the show notes. Thanks, Integrated Tax.